Hello, kids, and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight... Michael Messner, Brother Rocco. All right, we've got a fun episode, but first, we need to do our normal. We're going to give shout-outs, and the first shout-outs I want to give are Lynx Reisner, I'm sorry if I butcher your name, Kimberly Yost, Jordan Swenson, and Jason Bacon Dog for liking our podcast. So, as we always do, right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. All right. One down, two more to go. You put it away, didn't you? Ah, good boy. All right. Before I get into the next toast, I want to explain uh, our Masonic toast. And our Masonic toast goes like this. Uh, The glasses we call cannons. Okay? So when you charge the cannons... It's, you, if it's hard liquor, it, there's different color. They call them powders. Oh, white powder, red powder, blah, 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 blah. But the one thing I really wanted to uh, stress on our, on our toasts is when we say vivat at the end, it means live long. So every time we give a toast to somebody, that's what we're saying to you. Live long. So we'll get into the next toasts. Um, Thomas Welsh and K.O. Bay for their questions. They constantly uh, have been, not constantly, but they talk to me quite frequently, uh, along with uh, Lynx. Um, they've been talking to me back and forth through the messenger, and uh, they've, you know, asking various questions and everything, and I want to thank them for their questions, one of which I'm going to get to tonight. So, toast number two. Right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. All right. So that's toast number two. We'll figure out a toast later, but I got one more, but I'm going to wait for that. So, what do you think, guys? Let's talk about the elephant in the room, and I don't mean Raph or Steve. We're going to talk about the, the polar, polar bear in the room. The polar bear in the room. Uh, the polar prank war. Let's talk about how it got started. For our listeners and those who haven't heard it before, on episode 8, I had uh, Brother Steve up here uh, basically lambasting me about the how uh, our sponsor is Polar Orange Dry. And he really was laying into me that night. Well, it's kind of turned into a little bit of a phenomenon. And what I mean by that is he has... Him and the brothers, and one undisclosed person whom I don't know who the hell is doing it, has been terrorizing me. So, first off, it was now, in the... the genesis of uh, polar <laughs> polar orange dry becoming our drink, right? It's just random, right? Right, it's, someone, it's random. Someone it... randomly picked up, okay, let's get some seltzer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's how basically how it got started. So, Steve was drinking the, the seltzer that night. And he just started talking about sponsors, and he was going on a he was going on a tear. And now it's basically morphed into this thing where now we even have people who like the podcast are now starting to lambaste me <laughs> through the through the podcast. Uh, for instance, uh, there's a couple of pictures I have to put up. One of them, which um, somebody decided it thought it'd be funny. To subscribe me to a VIP subscription for this particular company. Uh, if that's not as funny, it continues on. And they also decided to email the company. Uh, basically with me talking, asking to be a distributor. So, yeah, they want me to be. So now that's what they're up to. Is now they're try, they've gotten, they've hijacked my email. And they're now trying to just terrorize the shit out of me, nonstop. 
It seems like the people uh, took a few too many lessons from Prairie Home Companion. I have no idea who's doing it, but we've got another. Uh, actually, uh, the one of the uh, the people who just uh, we just hosted links. He said, "This is gold." But in all seriousness, I just want to thank our sponsors for supplying this refreshing orange cola. So it's only gotten worse, right? Now, now I will say, I I sent you know the wife out uh, in the valley to go find some uh, seltzer orange dry. I think all the Masons have bought it up. So I think they might so, have it in stock for you. So they've been absolutely freaking terrorizing me. In the last couple of ep- uh, episodes, excuse me, the last couple of days have been just nonstop terrorizing me. Um, and it's blown up the whole group message. Oh yeah, we've been in the group and the group me uh, app, just back and forth, and it's basically. <laughs> what I had said was, I said, one of my favorite tactics of war is carpet bombing. And what I mean by that is, <clears throat> if you carpet bomb and attack, just basically, if I retaliate against any and all Masons, eventually they'll start singing like canaries. And let me tell you, I said that's exactly what I was going to do. I was going to start just randomly pranking Masons in the lodge. <laughs> Until finally somebody submits and just goes like, all right, George, I know who it wasn't me, but I know who it is. And eventually I would find the culprit. I still think it's some of the Pratt and Whitney guys. I, uh, I don't know who, who it is, but uh, it, it's been nonstop to the point where it, it's gotten actually like been just, just out of hand. It's gotten completely out of hand and not out of hand in a bad way, but funny as hell. Um so we went back and forth, and of course now they're all accusing one another. And oh well, Messner has oh yeah, Messner has uh, he's off. He doesn't he he's uh he's not working right now. I bet you it's him. And then oh well, you know uh, brother Donnie, he's home on leave too. He probably uh he probably did it. And oh oh, oh no, we got him. So it's everybody just throwing everybody under the bus and basically trying to oh I think it was I think it was uh brother Chip. I think it was brother Chip. Or they're just throwing you off the trail. That's exactly what they're up to, right? <laughs> So now I'm basically paranoid that I don't know who the hell it is. So, do they not realize half the half the police force of Nautic is brothers, and you really want to piss them off? I, I I don't care at this point. I don't care. <laughs> like I just want to know who's doing it because it, it's yes, it's funny as hell. But so, <laughs> my plan was I'm just going to start pranking random masons, and it's funny when I started saying I was going to do that. Everybody was like, I swear to God, I'm a Masonic Oath. It's not me. There was a lot of singing canaries that day. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Someone, someone went further and did Masonic and Nightly Oath. So. Everybody was like, holy shit. Like, no, please don't. I plead the fifth. The I promise, know nothing. <laughs> when you plead the fifth, the fifth, that's basically saying you know who's doing it. So. Yeah, yeah. You do? No. Seriously? No clue. That's a lie. That's a lie. You do know who's doing it. Is it you? Be honest. Funny about it. Be honest. Because I did walk in that day. I did walk in that day and see Brother Steve, you know, wandering about the lodge. And the note is on the table, and I suspected it. But I said from day one, I suspect Steve. Yeah, but see, here's just the thing, though. (sighs) Does, does everyone not realize you probably have the most blackmail on all of us? See, and this is what I explained to everybody. I said, listen, when I write in the group, I said, listen, I'm going to find out who it, is, who it is. You do realize that, right? I'm going to find out who it is. And I'm going to go after them mercilessly. No, no, no. So here's just the thing, what they don't realize. The secretary, I'm sorry, yes, the martial master runs the lodge, but the secretary of the lodge is the most powerful <laughs> position in the lodge. I can make break a lodge or I can make break masons. And what I mean by that is I have the entire roster of this lodge, including telephone numbers, including uh, addresses and emails. I could, I could just be merciless if I wanted to, and that's what I plan to do. So... <laughs> My first order of business, and not very many people know this, but you know, it was at one point where we were writing in the group, and I had said, you know, I'm I'm going to come after you guys, and <laughs> brother Dan decided that he was going to say, uh, see, what did he write? He's wrote come something. At me? Well, he, he, no. he basically just egged you on at that point. Right? Basically, is yeah. what he said something like, uh, "Words are soft" or something <laughs> like that. So I decided to sign him up for a FarmersOnly.com account using his email. I said that he was a woman searching for a 55-year-old man. 
So I would love to know how many in, people in his inbox he got on that one. What did you sign up for? Uh, FarmersOnly.com, which wait, for wait, those no, who no, don't know. I said know, when. When? A couple days ago. I don't know if he knows yet. Uh, but I signed him up for FarmersOnly.com. And those who don't know, it is a farmers-only dating site. And I said that he was a female. <laughs> you could have gotten a lot worse. I could. And I actually did, to be honest with you. Rest um, in peace, Dan's inbox. Oh, now, man. I hope that Dan is not busy this weekend because I Who want your girlfriend to pick it up. I, I, listen to me. I, how do I put this? I hope Dan is not busy this weekend because I really care about my brother's souls. I really do. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I really care about the, the well-being and whether or not my brothers are going to heaven or hell. So I took it upon myself to schedule a Jehovah's witness bible study at his house at 11 30 on saturday awesome. so i That's really cool. i really hope he's going to be home because i think he needs some jesus in his life um i think ryan would be the better example but but see this is just move number one and again nobody's going to know where it's coming and henry uh, brother henry's <laughs> over here begging like please george i swear to god i didn't have anything to do with it and all I kept writing was, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. If you don't know who it is, you need to go find out for me. Because I'm just going to keep these <laughs> relentless attacks up. And again, I, I hate to say this, brothers. You guys here at the table, you're not exempt. Nobody's exempt. And it's just going to get worse. And, and I need to know. Like, I need to know. Because it's funny. And I'm going to find out. I, I promise you I'm going to find out. You know, a good old prank war is not going to scare us away. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the nice thing about a good prank war is uh, half of this lodge just gave up their hands to me, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> However, you a prank war doesn't scare you, but when you're woken up at Sunday at six o'clock in the morning by a nude flash mob, uh, these things happen. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> uh. sure <laughs> You might want to watch out for that super game, George said. <laughs> so, ah, uh, man. But it is funny, though. This whole thing has has become quite hysterical. Uh, I don't know what to do next. And again, I, I don't know I don't know who to suspect, to be honest with you. I really don't. It's it's somebody. <laughs> I just don't know you who know it what? is You know what? I said, George, I said, you're basically inviting the internet. You basically just invited everybody. <laughs> But honestly, at this point, yeah. it's gotten where I've gotten people actually like commenting on the Facebook of like, <laughs> ah, I'm just going to enjoy this, this, this cola. I'm like, all right, all right, here we go. Um, but what I ended up doing um, was I actually, uh, I'm going to, I'm pretty good with turning a negative into a positive. So what I did was I actually, being that somebody already fucking emailed the company under my <laughs> name... <laughs> which is hilarious in itself, but I actually took the liberty of calling them and uh, I actually told them that we've talked about their but beverage. In, in particular, what happened when you called them? <laughs> well, see, now let's talk about this real quick, okay? Because first off, they signed it to call back and I was supposed to be looking for George Uratool. Now that's pretty funny, right? What they don't realize is I'm a sniper in the grass, right? So when I did call up, I spoke to a lady named Taylor. Excuse me, I got her, her voicemail. Her name is Taylor. Um, there was no George, but I wrote in the group, oh my God, there's a George? So that everybody who said, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, I knew that they didn't have part in it. Yep. Right? So I've already basically narrowed my search down to a few people. So anyway, back on my subject of what I was talking about. What I plan to do is actually, I spoke, so I spoke to the lady in Taylor, and I actually said to her, hey, we've mentioned your name on the podcast to see if they'd be interested in actually sponsoring us. And again, we've already dropped their names a hundred times in the show, so it's not like... It's it, not like at this point it's and it wasn't planned. This isn't yeah, no. something that we we thought up or, or no. Said, but I'll tell you what I'm gonna do, do is I'm gonna do two things. A, I'm gonna capitalize on it, which means, hey, maybe they might be interested in sponsoring us. And two, now that they know that I have actually reached out to Polar, so that we don't look stupid, basically they can't prank me by getting a hold of this company anymore. So I've killed two birds with the same stone. So. 
You still come off smelling like a rose. I still come off. I always will. I always will. Because I'm, I'm a cerebral assassin. And again... I might be the only thing you're cerebral about. Until he opens That's his fine. car door one day and it's completely filled with polar cans. I don't, think, I don't think they'll go cans. I think they'll straight up go And listen. that's fine, because there's a farm right down the road from my house, so you fill my car full of polar cans, I fill your car full of shit. So it's fine. It works, hand in hand. I'm good with it. Like We can go as far as you want here. Uh, yeah, but George, you'd have to figure out who it was first. Uh, I'm going to find out. Don't you worry. When I start torturing enough people, I'm going to find out, because it's only going to get worse. You know, you know what would really be funny if it's Phil? I don't think it's Phil. He just doesn't have the, the brain capacity for this. <laughs> wow. Way to throw your best friend under the bus. That's fine. Best Jeez. friend of like 30 years. So trust me, I can say whatever I want about him. And you know what real funny though? Elwin. That'd be funny. Um, well, I, you know, at this point, at this point, I don't think we're going to need to buy Polar, <laughs> Polar Seltzer for a while. Well, it's funny because, you know... <laughs> One of the one of the brothers said it. I was like, I think it's Messner. I think it's Messner. And I actually said, I'm like, I will crush Messner's soul if it's him. I will, I will crush your soul if it's you. And I come back with, yeah, George Ray holds enough blackmail and no, blackballs on and at me. One point, at one point, everyone got fingered, right? So everyone got pulled everybody. Down. They even blamed me. They said I was doing it to myself. The bastard. He was gonna prank himself, so it was a prank that's, inception. Yes. They're like, I think he's doing it himself. I'm like, what? That's How why I mentioned this? the chloroform bottle on your desk. So oh you drugged yourself, did it, and passed out. I couldn't believe that somebody actually blamed me and said that. You know, what would be real funny. I think George is doing it himself. Someone in that. George's family did it and screwed us all. Nah. Again, my family's not that intelligent. <laughs> but, I, but I, you know, as this is coming out and someone says, yeah, you know, oh, I think it might be Rocco. It's like, you know what? I would love to take credit for this one because it's awesome. <laughs> you should see the list of things people have said. If you pull this one off, Messner. I seriously hope. And you know what? I even tried baiting somebody, too. I wrote in the group, too. I'm like, hey, you know what would be really cool? We're going to be talking about the prank going on. Uh, at this podcast, the person should come and reveal who it is. I was trying to bait him into it. They should. <laughs> they should. They really should because it is kind of it is funny. Although Saxton was putting a few fingers, I think he should have been putting it himself. Not for nothing, though. That that son of a bitch. I love him to death, but he started a freaking shitstorm. Like he really did. He started an avalanche. He started an avalanche <laughs> to the point where it's like now I don't even. I'm gonna cut his mic when we get outside. <laughs> I'm not gonna let him talk anymore. Every time he does, I'm just gonna edit that section out because he's gonna say some other shit and then it's gonna spark into something else. Like he it's funny. He actually texted me the other day and he's like, you know, he goes, I'm not gonna lie. He goes, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I'm really sorry that this came no, to this, he goes, but it's kind of funny. Oh, That's man. why I said the two of you shouldn't be left alone on the podcast again. Literally, it's all day, though. All day of nonstop busting my balls about this shit. Uh, oh, God. The, the memes and the, the videos that are being made. Watch, like watch. A delivery the, truck shows up at his house tomorrow. The like the time that the brothers that are in the group are putting into actually making memes. I bet you 90% of our lodge actually has an app now that's like a meme maker or a video oh, yeah. maker. They oh, have yeah. to. Like a movie maker. I, I don't know. The 300 messages Monday from uh, 6 o'clock to I think. Oh, yeah. It was nonstop. Yeah. I'm it looking was at going, dudes, um, I'm working. I, my, can't, my phone's buzzing the whole time. Listen. All I can hope is that on Saturday, when the Jehovah's Witnesses show up to Dan's house, a couple of brothers go there and and you know really conf confess their sins. I really do. I hope they confess their sins because they might look at Ryan and run screaming. Yeah, it's funny because Raph was like, uh, he's like, dude, are they really coming at eleven thirty? He goes, I want to sit in his driveway at eleven twenty-five to see him show up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what I've done is I'm trying to turn this into a positive. Actually, if I can. Uh, if I can, I, I sent an email and I left a message with uh, the actual company. Uh, figured, hey, let's try to make this into a positive. Plus, I've also, I've also cut off the head of this snake that has become the polar prank war. So, I think it's I, only going to get worse. I don't it's think better. it's over. No, I'm just. Saying, I don't think I it's don't over think too. It's over. I, I think you only put it on a slow simmer and it's going to escalate. This That's weekend. fine. You know what? It, it's completely fine because What's that? honestly, eleven thirty Saturday. Yeah, eleven thirty. I think uh, twelve schedule. oh one. Twelve oh one. There's gonna be something happening to George. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so that's what I got for the uh, for the prank war. You guys want to add anything to that? 
I got nothing. Got I got no. nothing. It's it's, uh, it, it's it's been uh, beaten to death. The topic. It has a been beaten bit. to death. It has been beaten to death. <laughs> and that's why uh, Steve came up with. And when I find out who dork? does it, I'm gonna beat them to death too. So it's fine. <laughs> um, that sounds like premeditated. <laughs> so let's talk about our next podcast. And I actually want to get into a little bit of this. And the next podcast is without a doubt gonna be the Templar Treasure and Oak Island. First thing I want to talk about is the show that's been going on. And I don't know if anybody follows with the Oak Island show, but they have found, they've dug up, they've dug up uh, Smith's Cove. We already know that they found the cross um, on Oak Island that was dated back to the medieval times. They also found rings, right? And crossbow. Uh, crossbow. I don't know. I didn't see the last show. Shh. No, 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 no. This is uh, a few weeks back. Uh, at least oh, brooch. Last... They found brooches. Yeah, I don't think they found... last last uh, season. Last mm. week they found uh, rubber pipes. Seriously, the rubber pipes and the cement thing. Last week. Last week's not this week. Last week's they yeah, found rubber pipes. There, rubber pipes. I hope you're not talking about the one that was yesterday. No, I'm talking okay. last week's. They found oh, two rubber see... hoses in the bottom of the cement thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, That's weird because how yeah. old is rubber? But vulcanization is 1850. So what do we, let's start with uh, let's start with the Templar treasure. I want to start on that one, uh, and the reason being is because I think it's important that uh, not important, but I think you know. The, and the, again, I want to express that this is simply my opinion on it. This is not you know definitive. I don't know for sure. This is off of the research that I found and my speculation. So basically, let's go back to the the temp, time of the Templars when they were first. I've said it before on prior podcasts. When they were first turned into an order, they were to wear a full white habit for two reasons. One, uh, they were to be distinguished as warrior monks, and that's what they were, warrior monks. The white stands for purity. The other thing was is because you didn't want to go around with a big red cross on your chest when people are firing arrows at you. You're basically a prime target. Now, the Templar cross, where did it come from? It was actually given to them by Pope Honoris the third, I believe. I'll have to fact check on that. But it was in 1154 is when they actually started wearing that cross. During this time, they've been in the in in the Middle East for quite some time, roughly about 30 years, roughly 30, 40 years. There is many talks of the Templars actually having interactions, which were with those of the Muslim descent, which are called the Hashishins. Hashishin eventually became known as the Assassins. Now, I'm going to give you a little history on the Hashishins. They were a branch, a radical branch of Islam. And they would actually, they anybody who's played the game Assassin's Creed knows that there's that big, I mean, granted, the castle was kind of, that was, but they did have that castle. I can't remember what the hell Musafa. it was called. Musafa. That was the assassin, not the Templars. What? That was the assassin. The assassins. They had the big castle up there. And he was actually called... The old man of the hill, and and that was the man, who or old man them, of the mountain, told them if they, you know, committed uh-huh. uh, a jihad, Aww. that they would have virtue, you know, virgins, a bunch of virgins. Yes, uh, actually, he had a garden that new uh, new recruits would go and spend the time in the garden, which they did all kinds of drugs and whatnot, and that's where they you got the word hashish. Hashish. Everybody knows what hashish is. Well, if you're if you're into the drug world, you know what hashish is. But in order to get them to commit these acts uh, of assassination, he would get them stoned out of their minds. And believe it or not, ninety percent of the time they missed their mark. But they're they were loyal because they went to this garden, and the old man of the mountain is he called or old man of the of the hill? You have to fact check me on I'll that. Go check it. I think it's old man of the mountain would tell them. That if they were to die, they would spend this time in paradise with women and everything. And it's kind of funny how jihadists at this time talk about dying in, he- in heaven with 70 virgins. It's old man of the mountain. Old man of the mountain. And there's actually some crazy stories about the Hashishin uh, that come from that time. And actually, they were opposed. Go ahead. Um, his name is Rashid Ad-Din Sinan. There you go. That was the old man of the mountain, correct? Yes. Okay. 
they were actually adamantly not, they were opposed to uh, Salahuddin or Saladin as, as you know him in, in, in English. And there's actually stories that the, uh, excuse me, that um, Saladin actually tried wiping out, wiping them out. And there's a story between the, the, the old man of the mountain actually meeting with Saladin. He said, I want to have a private meeting with you. And Saladin refused. He said he wanted his two guards in there. And the leader, uh, what's his name again? I'm not going to speak it in Arabic. Um, but the old man of the mountain, we'll just keep calling him that for now. The man of the mountain uh, met with Saladin and these two guards. And when Saladin basically said, I can kill you right now, the two guards turned on Saladin and they ended up being assassins undercover. These assassins were also known, or the Hashishin, were known to, to dabble in mystic, mystic religion and traditions. Now, mind you, the Hashishin came from Baghdad and basically Mesopotamia, the cradle of civilization in that whole area, as well as parts of Syria and whatnot. But that was pretty much their, where they were. And they had many dealings with the... Uh, there's actually a story where they were trying to... Now, mind you, I want to add this too. The Templars were not afraid of the Hashishin because the Templars, it didn't matter if you cut off the head of you know, the Grand Master. The Templars just kept coming. They were they were brutal. They I were really, they fought for honor and God. They were suicide fighters of their day, and they would literally fight. As a matter of fact, the stories of the Templars when they fought in battle, they were not allowed to retreat until either the Templar banner fell or two thirds of the army was wiped out. So they would basically fight to the death. That's the only time they were not allowed to retreat. Spartans, uh, worse than Spartans, to to that point basically. But the Templars had interactions with the Hashishin. As a matter of fact, uh, the Temp uh, excuse me, the Hashishin, uh, they not only went after Christians, but they went after Muslims as well. There was actually a talk of actually a, an alliance at one point that eventually fell into tatters, um, especially being, I think it was the heir to the throne of the kingdom of Jerusalem was assassinated by the Hashishins, and that was pretty much the end of that. Uh, but... The reason why I'm bringing this all up is because, you know, the Templars were dealing with the assassins. On top of that, I mean, granted, there's a little bit of talk about it in the show Nightfall on the History Channel, where that's basically Muslims interacting. That's true. This happened. There was, you know, everybody thinks that the Crusaders basically came in, and the first Crusaders did. They came in, they wiped out the Muslims, they wiped out the Christians, they wiped out the Jews, they were wading in blood up to their ankles. That's all true, but as time went on, you know... There was a meddling and an exchange of, of ideas, intermingling of religions and ideas and all that stuff. Uh, and the reason why I bring this up is because the Hasassines, again, they were, they were known to have, well, it was said that they had mystic knowledge of, of religion and all that stuff. And I find it interesting that they derived from the area of earth that, that, you know, the first civilization was uh, Sumeria and in that area. Um, and the Sumerians had clay cuneiform tablets. And I often wonder if the Hashishins had that and exchanged that with the Templars. And it's quite funny. If you, Rocco, you, I would like you to look this up if you can. I want you to look up a, it's a cuneiform cylinder seal. Actually, if you type in Templar cross Sumeria, you will actually see on a cuneiform cylinder seal tablet, it's actually a Templar cross. Do you see what I'm, what I'm looking at? I'm pulling up the uh, okay. Mesopotamian cylinder seal. I just seal. want you to find the cylinder yeah. seal so that I can cite it on the show. But it is basically a depiction of a Templar cross. And I find it funny that 40 years after they arrived in the Holy Land, that they started wearing this particular cross. It, it to me, to me, it's a acknowledgement that they knew or had some sort of sacred knowledge that they were keeping hidden. Find it yet? You know, going down the rabbit hole of cylinder seals. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, There's one cylinder stuff. seal you look at it. Yeah. There, it, it's no, a, I've it's seen a Templar what, cross. I've seen exactly what you. I've think I've showed it to you yeah, before. Yeah, I've seen exactly what you're talking about. And, um, I, and the cylinder seals were always used as, like, someone's mark. 
or mm-hmm. someone's signature. Right. Well, this particular um, cylinder seal that I'm talking about in the cross, and I hate to break it to my Christian friends, but the cross is much older than Christianity. Uh, the cross was actually used in Sumerian mythology. Uh, it's known as the uh, place of the crossing. If you get into the, you dive into the whole Zechariah Sitchin deal, who basically talked about the Anunnaki, which were, I guess you can call them extraterrestrials that came from another planet and created man. Nibiru was known as a planet, and it was the planet of the crossing. And the reason why it crossed is because it because he crossed across what is now the asteroid belt, and all that stuff. And again, if you want to look into that, I strongly recommend the book Lost Book of Enki if you're really interested in that. And it basically talks about, these are actual, this is not uh, some man, Zechariah Sitchin's ideas or thoughts on this. This is actually recorded information that was found on cylinders, uh, cylinder seals, uh, cuneiform tablets, uh, known as the Atrahasis, I think it is, or the Era Epic, which are the two cylinder seals. It talks about the creation of man and everything. And, and again, go, uh, I want to kind of, Touch on this a little bit, and I'll, and I'll tell why. <clears throat> it's funny because in Sumerian mythology, and whatever, mythology, whatever you want to call it, they, the first man was created by the Anunnaki, who, which literally means those from heaven came. Um, and the, the first man that was created was called Adamu. Adamu. Which is funny because in our Bible it says Adam. Another curious, another curious thing in you know talking about religions that overlap and overlap and overlap. In the Bible, it talks about how they were placed in Eden, correct? E D E N. In Sumerian mythology, it was called E period D I N, Eden. Interesting, you know. It, it's again overlapping. Um, Same thing with the flood stories. Same thing with the flood stories and many other. So I think actually every every major ancient um, right. civilization has a flood story. Sumeria was basically the first of these stories. And again, you have in the Bible where some of these stories were compressed. And some of them, if you look, if you basically read the story of Moses, uh, not Moses, um, Noah and the, and the Ark, there's a same story in the Sumerian tablets Except much more expansed, no, much more advanced. Um, so, if you really want to delve down that rabbit hole, I strongly recommend uh, reading or looking into Sumerian clay tablets, uh, cuneiform Sumerian tablets. The reason why I bring this up and how this plays into Oak Island. Okay, uh, again, I'm taking this back a little bit, but I want to basically talk about this. I don't believe that the Templars had the Holy Grail. I don't believe that they had the Ark of the Covenant, which is funny because there's actually a story in Sumerian tablets talking about Enki, who was one of the gods. His scribe was called Indubsar. And he basically wrote 14 clay tablets. So the, so the, the cuneiform tablet tells. He wrote 14 tablets that were written on lapis lazuli and placed within a chest overlined with gold, almost identical to the Ark of the Covenant, right? Same basic story. But, and the reason why I'm bringing this up is because let's go to the time when the Templars went from the went from Jerusalem back to Europe. Again, it was nine years after... Nothing. Nine years after they were created, they went to Europe, and they got instant power. They had basically a free pass to go wherever they want. And, and I'm sorry, you know, that's great. I think that they're great that, you know, they're doing... that they were fighting for the church, but to me, it just seems like it was a sort of hush money. You don't give a group of people... I mean, the... The Hospitallers were another group. They didn't have the same rights and privileges as the Templars. 
So it almost seems to me that the Templars had an information, such as maybe some Sumerian tablets or something along those lines, that your church would be like, whoa, 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 all right. We don't want you to talk. We don't want you to talk about this, so here's a bunch of shit to, to basically keep you, to keep your mouth shut. I also find it funny is that when the Templars were about to be exterminated or, or arrested and rounded up, the first thing that they went looking for was the Templar treasure. And they had up to three months. If they were heretics, right? Wouldn't you want to go after them because they were heretics? Mm -hmm. Why are you so concerned about their treasure? And why did they only really get the top officials, not the everyday grunts? Correct. And it didn't. It only happened in France. Now, mind you, again, you have the fleet of La Rochelle that you know that was at La Rochelle. They left. They disappeared. And now we get to this island called Oak Island. Okay. And this is why I don't think that it's the Ark of the Covenant or a Holy Grail or something like that. What happens to materials, specifically metals, when they hit salt water? Corrode. They corrode and break down. <clears throat> everybody on, you know, everybody, you know, there's not everybody, but there's a many people who think that Oak Island has to do with pirates. Pirates buried their treasure. Pirates never buried their treasure 180 feet in the ground and booby trap it so that no one can get to it. I still they, think it's a diversion. They uh, want you to look at that instead of looking somewhere else. That could be the case. That could be the case. Either but you way. wouldn't dig a hole. I'm sorry. If I was going to make a diversion, I would dig multiple holes all over the island and just let you figure out which one's the right one. I'm not going to dig 180 feet in the ground, overline it with, with planks fiber. and coconut fiber, and then booby trap the thing. When you do something to that extent, you're burying it so that no one will ever find it. Why? Because it will flip the world on its head. And then there's the curse that no one, I've looked up, no one can tell me where this curse they keep talking about on the TV show is. Uh, the curse of Oak Island is basically, um, people have died trying to get after this treasure. So people have searched and, and searched people and have died. fallen, died. Yes. Weather, and that whatever. is the curse, is that the, so the curse goes, and I don't know where it originated from, but the curse goes that seven people have to die before this treasure is yeah. found. Um, I, whatever, I don't believe in curses and all that shit, so. Here's the problem I have with it, you know, I agree that, you know, whoever went there and dug this stuff didn't want anything to be found. No. That's clear, but. We're going in there. They're going in there in the show, and they're pounding the ground. They're pushing water down so mm -hmm. it comes back up. Now I'm thinking to myself, what makes them think they're not destroying the treasure? Well, I think when they, I mean, if they went to that extent to bury it in the ground and put it down there, then, I bet you they built one hell of a complex underground to keep it safe. Um, with that being said, you know. If it was, and I'm not saying that there's not gold and, and coins and monetary value on that island, but if you're going to put something as priceless as the Ark of the Covenant, which is gold, under the ground, and then make it so that if somebody does try digging it up, that it's going to get flooded with seawater, and you know, seawater corrodes the hell out of everything. Anybody who has a car that lives down by the shore knows exactly what I'm talking about, because your shit is just fucked up. It fucks up the paint. It rots out the freaking frame. You're not going to put something of that in the ground. Now, gold corrodes. What does not corrode? Silver. Clay tablets. True. Clay tablets. You put clay in, you take, you know, anything. You take this laptop and you stick it outside for what? A month or two? It's done. fucked. It's done. But a clay tablet will last for thousands and thousands of years. They're still finding them in Sumeria today. Same thing with porcelain. Porcelain. You know, so that's what I think is buried underneath Oak Island. I think it's the true story of what predates the Bible and is well more explained. I mean, we all know that. I mean, anybody who knows. The... But if it was clay tablets, why wouldn't they just destroy it? Uh, I want to just throw this dis disclaimer. Because eventually they wanted them to find it. Mm -hmm. They wanted once the time, once it got, they knew, I think that you know, deep down inside, they knew. Oh, okay. Perfect example. You ask somebody from the 1950s, if they're, let's go even back for the 1800s, if there were aliens, they, they, they think you're a fucking nuts. They throw you in the loony bin. Mm -hmm. 
now talk to somebody in 2019 about aliens. We believe it now, right? They're still going to throw you in the loony bin. <laughs> but you understand, it's much more acceptable now. Yeah. So I think that they buried it for a future time, a future generation to find it and you know, where it's going to be more acceptable. Oh, you mean to tell me the Bible's full of shit? No, I want you to... I want to just throw this out there. I do not believe that the Bible's full of shit. I think, you know, I, I am religious myself. I just believe that there were stories, and it's every religion. It, it predates from another religion, and, you know, a future religion hijacks stories from that. I'm not saying that the Bible is full of shit. I just want, I just believe that there is a prior time to the Bible. Now, mind you, these Sumerian tablets come from 5000 BC. Now, the I'm Bible Christian, is what? I'm Christian what? as well. I'm Christian as well. So, you know, my, my thinking here, I, I correlate this type of stuff, and I, I, I kind of um, wrap it around with a, with a Christian idea about, mm -hmm. around it. So, yeah, you know, we could be thousands of years, um, could be compressed down into a day when, when God that's exactly... created the earth. Right. So that's, that's actually, I think... You know, we're literally interpreting the Bible, and we get confused sometimes. I think we interpret it literally, mm -hmm. and Correct. sometimes we shouldn't. Sometimes we, right. sh you know, and we do it at different times in different books. No. Should be more of a guide than a, a this is what you must do. Exactly. Okay. But on top of that, you know, uh, I also feel that man corrupts. Yeah. Uh, I also want to add, you know, I, I do believe in a higher being. Uh, I'm not saying I don't believe in Jesus or anything, because you know those stories could, could you know could very well be true. I mean, what's to say? I mean, if you want to take it to a to a rational thought, if a let's just say from the Sumerian tablets in this in the study of Zechariah Sitchin, he talked about you know how aliens came here and created us. Okay, so is it with that Who being said, them? who created them? And actually, in the Sumerian tablets, it talks about how the Anunnaki uh, called. Uh, maybe this is the work of the father of all yep. is what they called him was the father of all. So, and there's even stories in that about, you know, how Enki was awoken in a dream vision by a guy named Galzu who told him to tell another guy to create the ark and that and mankind needs to be saved. And you start reading old Testament and you start looking at the, the, the names First mm -hmm. of all, they, everyone lived to be a thousand years old, right? right. Back in the, it, in the mm -hmm. Bible, it correlates the same in Sumerian. Of course, Because yeah. they were living thousands of years too. So it was like, wait a second. I also believe in the telephone game too. Whereas I tell you. Yeah. Uh, I lived 300 years and, you know, the next guy. I was going to go with something funnier, time. but we'll go with that. Okay, uh, go for it. <laughs> uh, I was just going to, you know. No. <laughs> but I, I, I was actually going to take a shot at Raph, but then I realized he's <laughs> oh, as big as. Oh, come on. Shot at Raph. Let's go. No, then I realized he's as big as a redwood, so I think I'm going to lay off that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, to my point of, of that is, you know, and I, I we're not really getting off the subject. We're still kind of keep it. I, I think that. What the Templars had, and this is just my opinion, I want to expressly say that. On top of that, I also don't want to, I'm not knocking anyone's religion. I would never tell you you're wrong. Your belief is your belief, and I am 100% okay with that. This is just my belief. And my belief is that the Templars had something that predated the church that basically would have rendered the church. I'm talking about not religion. I'm not talking about Christianity. Well, the church I'm was solely, very different back then. I'm solely talking about the Catholic Church. And it was very different back then. It was very different back then. So I'm solely talking about the Catholic Church. And at that time, the Catholic Church ran the show. And I think that they had something that would have seriously, seriously, seriously... Um, broken his back? Broken the church's back where people would have realized... I mean, for instance, look at paganism. When the Christians came to power, or when the Christians... It literally took Constantine one battle and to change his religion to change the entire well, Roman Empire to Christianity. Well, look, look at religion in America today and and you look at the Catholic Church and they're all, everyone's, it's conspiracy everywhere. You know, everyone's, well, oh, this guy's getting blamed, that guy's getting blamed. And, they um, also haven't helped now, themselves. Yeah, but now is like the one of the only times in history that that can actually happen right. and not be punished. Right. And that's why I think that the Templars... They got whatever they got, whether it was, be it be digging under the Temple Mount, 
or they're dealing with the Hashishins or something along. They they were they they got and again, there's even stories about the Templars having uh, having uh, occultish knowledge. Now, I want you to mind you, occult doesn't mean evil. It does not mean evil whatsoever. That's what yeah. you know. The church has done is turn that into uh, occult being a bad thing. For instance, the upside down pentagram, or pentagram, whatever you want to call it. Everybody associates that with devil worshiping. That was actually the symbol of King Solomon. Yep. But what happened is, you know, you had this, the Inquisition where they went after Jews and all that stuff, and these things became suppressed by the Catholic Church. Yep. And, and same with the Gnostics. I mean, the Gnostics right. at the same Cathars time. were so, another one. They, so, but all the religions, they split at that time when Jesus mm -hmm. was around, right? It was right around the time, early early church. Well, even and, the Cathars. The Cathars were, they believed in that, that you know, reincarnation, repeating lives and everything. And the church burned the whole fucking castle so what, down well, so that what, they lived yeah, in. Yeah, what the Pope at that time would, would be, you know what? No, we can't have this. We can't have right. 20 religions. I'm going to solidify it under one flag. And understand, it was a power thing, too. You know, it, it, the Crusades themselves were a power thing. Uh, but reeling this back in, getting back to Oak Island, uh, I, I think that's what's buried under Oak Island. Now, mind you, and I want you to look this up, there's actually, uh, they were outside on the show, Oak Island as well, the Curse of Oak Island. Uh, they went to New Ross, which is an area nearby, not far off in Nova Scotia. And again, we've already talked about Nova Scotia and what it used to be called, Acadia and all that stuff, which, um, but in New Ross, there are what is believed to be the remnants of a foundation of a castle. Uh, ironically, during that show, they looked at one particular stone and there was a Templar cross that looked like it was carved into it. I would love for them to carbon date that cross and find out when that was chiseled. But it definitely looks like a worked cross. They also found in a recent episode that it looks like what's called, um, oh God, Gothic. I'm going to butcher this. You might want to look it up. It's a, a Gothic writing. It's almost like a rune writing, but not really. It's known as Gothic writing, and it's more uh, circular and rounded, which comes right out of the medieval times. Now, what the fuck is that doing on Oak Island? And I firmly believe that I don't think that the money pit was actually... Uh, I, I do believe that there's a second shaft or a walkway to get into what it is. They're talking about an under, uh, undersea out on the end of the island. Now, see, I don't think that. I actually think Oak Island was two different islands. And there's actually a theory that they sunk the a... The swamp. The, the swamp. Uh, I believe that's where the entrance is, and I I wholeheartedly believe that they sunk whatever ship was there, and Probably they. Probably a galleon. They, oh no, it wouldn't be a, a galleon. If it was the Templars there, it would be a Venetian vessel. No, I'm saying like a size of a galleon, a oh. bigger one, yeah. Um, but my point is, in that swamp there, I firmly believe that that's where the entrance is. I think they swamped it to cover it. That they made, created the swamp, and they they combined the two islands. Um. And I believe that. That shaft, there's a shaft that goes from the swamp down into the bottom of the money pit. And that's how you get in and out. But I think when they lowered whatever they had, they used the money pit to lower it in. So I think that there's probably two entrances along the flood tunnels. Now think about it. If you're building up and you're building flood tunnels, you're also gonna need to get you're also gonna need to have a get the fuck out of dodge tunnel. Or more than one. Or more than one. Um My question is how many guys would they have to have had to do something like this. It's now this in hundreds. <laughs> yeah, and I'll tell you why. In France, they rounded up the top Templars. They ended up going to all the commanderies and rounding up the top Templars. We talked about this in the last podcast that it was at least a month. The, the, the letter to arrest the Templars went out at least a month ahead of time. Up to three. Up, it could be up to three, they yes. Had, they had three months' notice or whatever. Now, you mean to tell me that the Templars didn't know that they were coming three oh, months? Oh, they knew. They, they had to have known. They, they threw a couple token guys and the rest got out of Dodge. Yes, that's exactly what I think happened. On top of that, you know, there was there was many other countries that didn't arrest the Templars. Portugal didn't? No, Portugal didn't. You also had Scotland that didn't. And I mean, Spain, Spain Robert, just uh, conven convincingly just turned over very little. And right. Now... Here's another thing. If you want to watch a good movie, 
uh, it's actually on uh, Netflix, and it's called The Outlaw King, and it's about Robert the Bruce, and he was actually excommunicated along with the whole uh, the whole country of Scotland for killing his rival in a church, and he was excommunicated. Now, mind you, this is about the same time that the Templars kind of just not vanished, but you know they were getting harassed as well, and Scotland was a huge Templar uh, stronghold. So I highly doubt, and even you have the Battle of Bonnockburn, which you have that whole story as well. Uh, but I, and they also dealt with the Norse. They also dealt with the, the you know, I don't Vikings. want to say, well, they weren't Vikings anymore. They were known as the uh, the Norse or Norsemen, Norsemen, or well, yeah, I guess they were still Vikings at that point, they were right? Still Vikings, I think before the turnover. And the Vikings were all over freaking Greenland and Nova Scotia and Iceland as well. So uh, they sailed. That's what they did. And they were into Canada, Nova Scotia. There's settlements there that proved that they were there well before Columbus came. Show talking about that right now. On right. History. So I, I totally believe that the Templars may have said to them, "Hey, we gotta get the fuck out of Dodge here because this is not good for us anymore." And they came over to the New World, and I used their maps. And I believe that a lot of them got away. And I think what eventually happened was, and and this is. You know, again, my belief that they ended up blending in with the Native Americans here. Um, I, I I believe it that they 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 or blended split in. their forces and went some went south. Some could have went south. I mean, you have the Kensington Runestone, you have the Spirit Pond Runestones. I mean, you have yeah. the the Westminster. What is it called? The Westford Knight in Massachusetts. You have stories of South America, Newport Tower. Like they could have went anywhere. Um, who knows? <clears throat> but I don't... They damn sure ain't going to go back to Europe. Who knows if they made it to the Pacific. There's huge numbers of islands still not explored now. Right. They could have went anywhere, is my point. And I think that they basically buried what they had at Oak Island and said, all right, we're done with this. We're going to move on to the next. So I think... And I'd like to get into... I'm going to get more into the next episode is going to be Oak Island. But I wanted to kind of talk about that as my lead up to Oak Island. And uh, now we give a chance for people to, you know, binge watch all the stuff. Right, 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 binge watch it. <laughs> um, but in my opinion, that's basically what's on Oak Island. I believe it is. And, and again, you, know, you, you take anything metal, whether, whatever it may be, you want to take a, a, a Holy Grail, which, you know, the funny thing is Leonardo da Vinci, when he made that funny, that, that famous Last Supper thing, the Last Supper painting. I believe that he coded. Now, mind you, fact check me on this, but I'm almost 100% positive that Leonardo da Vinci was part of the Priory of Sion. Oh, yes, he was. He was. That, I, I don't even have to look that up. I oh, know okay. he was. The Priory of Sion was, the Priory was tied with the Templars as well. Correct? I believe yeah. that they either... Yeah, so 1099. 1099, yeah. So they pre, pre pretty much predated the Templars and they worked hand in hand. Um... <clears throat> but if you look at the the famous picture of the Last Supper, there's, there's no codes in there. There's no Grail on the table. Yeah. There's no cup on the table. Mind you, Jesus was a carpenter. He was poor. He's which, not going to be walking around with gold cups. So if let's say which the carpenter whole, didn't mean woodworking at that time. It means it could either be woodworking, stone, or metal. Whatever the case yeah. may be. He's either going to have a, a stone cup that will erode away, because we all know salt water tears up stones. He's going to have a wood cup, which also would erode away to nothing. Uh, he's damn sure not going to have a gold cup, though. You know, he was poor. He didn't have money. Um, he, he was a, a guy who traveled from city to city. I'm sure people threw him some cash from time to time. But, I mean, he's not going to sit there and have a gold cup you know, on a table. So that's kind of romanticized. No, is the Holy Grail. Oh, my God. Oh. You know, that Holy Grail is also said to hold the blood of Jesus. Maybe. But, again, there's a lot of romance in it as well. You know, and mind you, not many of these stories about the Holy, uh, about the Holy Grail Adam. are from the Bible. They're from medieval times of romances. It's like the Turin cloth. You don't know. Well, I think the Templars had the Turin cloth, and that's why they, you know, it ended up. Yeah, I, I firmly believe that. And the Turin cloth is interesting. But that's another. That's another. I also believe Oak Island, it makes no sense just to have one. If you're stashing everything, why put all your resources in one basket? 
because they wanted to bury it so that no one would find it. Well, there's always... And then their plan was to just disappear into the group, and well, just into the whatever. There could be another spot on the island, because they said there's almost 60% of the island hasn't fully been explored. So how do we know there's not... That was the diversion, and it was placed somewhere else. Now... Because that would make sense. They found that map that was actually in French, and I, it was called the something formula. I don't know exactly what it's called, but there's a map that was French, and it talks about the vault and... This and that and all that stuff. Yeah, last year they tried to look for underground passages based off the map. I, I firmly believe there are. Yeah. Um, it would make sense. But Zena you know, Halpern map. Yes, there you go. The Zena Halpern map. Yep. Yeah. That's what it's called. And you guys are welcome to look it up if you guys want to look it up and uh, have a look. But you know what's funny in the show? They always find they're, they're looking for metal, right? They're looking for what is it? Non-ferrous metals. Yeah. Okay. But it's funny, every time they get down to the location looking for Lon Ferris metals, nothing. nothing. Now, why? If you had an Ark of the Covenant, now mind you, the size of the Ark of the Covenant was basically three feet by two feet by something like that. Anyway, Six, I think. Like it was cubits, and I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a freaking, you know. I, well, I don't it was know exactly obviously what it was. whatever was contained, it was hidden. But my point is, that's a lot of fucking metal. If it was gold down there, that thing, the freaking sensors would have been going off like fucking alarm bells if it was 180 feet in the ground. The only thing you could probably do is mask it with cement, but I don't know 100% if that would have worked as well. Uh, potentially. You know, who, who knows? But the reason, and that's why I think that they're not finding metal down there is because it's not metal. I think it's a fucking clay tablet. Mind you, they're also finding a ton of clay in that area too. But you know, and then my that fear, is my, my hypothesis. Yeah, my my fear goes directly to okay, they're destroying whatever they're going to find because of okay. the methods, right? Uh, potentially, um, but who's to say it's not destroyed already? I mean, mind you, you had that fucking idiot who was there before them, uh, Rumsfeld or whatever his name. No, was. Blankenship. No, no, Blankenship was fine. The other guy before him. The before one in the 70s who yeah, uh, the basically 70s. killed himself in the tunnel. No, 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 no. The other guy who basically took Bulldoze a bulldozer and just tore it all up. Oh, that I didn't know about. I can't remember his name. It was like Rumsfeld or something like that his name was. He basically... Oh, and then you also had the, the chapel shaft. And basically they, they made Collapse. a shaft and it collapsed. So, I mean, if it's just... You know, I think, if anything, they're going to find pieces... And they, they have found multiple pieces of, you know, pottery and stuff like that. They found crossbow bolts. Crossbow bolts. Yeah. That predate Nice Templar. They pre, they, they're from the Roman era. But the whole point is, why would they be over here? Uh, understand, though, the Knights Templar used crossbow bolts, too. But not the kind they've been finding. These predate the ones the Templars were using. They said by the time the Templars, these weren't even in fashion or even for practice anymore. See, I didn't think that... I don't know if I 100% believe that because the Romans didn't use crossbows. They used a ballista, which was a big freaking giant thing that fired a giant oh, no. arrow. The crossbow was actually... Uh, 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 Rocco, look this up, please. I would well, like they, you to look this they up. They referred to it as a crossbow, but what they said, it was actually a Roman, basically oh, a staff yes, with a, yes, yes, with yes, a I know crossbow yes, yes, like yes. top that they would break off into someone and then beat him with the staff. Well... I know what you're talking about. It was called the... Oh, this is going to kill me. It's like a... You're going to think of it as soon as we end. I, I will, I will. I know what you're talking about, though, but it was basically a long... It was almost like a spear that they would throw, and the purpose of this thing was to stick into a shield, yep. and then it would bend so that you couldn't use your shield and you'd be forced or to throw your shield. Or use horses so it would disable the horse. Right. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but again, that still doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Because... Why would it be over there? That's that's my biggest question is... I, See, I think what it is, I think it was actually a crossbow bolt. And, and, you know, whatever. They said it was Roman time. But you know what? Carbon dating also isn't 100% accurate. Yeah. Uh, I think it was actually a crossbow. And the Templars were known for their crossbowmen. Uh, they were known for their crossbowmen. But like they said, the style the style it's in doesn't add up. Which, that you can, you can predate what they were making because styles change over the years. Uh, of course. Um, if you look at uniforms we wore 100 years ago, they're different than we're wearing now. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, anything's possible. Uh, I'm still going with the Templar thing, uh, and the reason being is because... It adds up. 
there's just too much. Like, yeah. it's just too much. First off, it wouldn't be Pirates, because Pirates didn't take that long to... I think the only reason they got the Pirates is the coconut fiber. Now, mind you, I also believe that after the Templars yeah. left that island, absolutely fucking lootly the British were there, Pirates were there. Come on, you know, why did FDR have... Captain Kidd was there. Um... I, I, the English were there, whatever the kids, French were there. I firmly believe that and that's... They, and they probably saw something weird, and they're like, okay, something's here. Right. Let's look around. Why, why right. do you think FDR had a soul ship patrolling that area during World War II? Well, why else would you have a ship patrolling just that area? Yeah, uh, I mean, and, and I think, but I, I don't know if that has to do with the Masons. I think that was just, he was interested in it. He, he it's always been speculated, people in power know more than the rest of us. Eh. Who knows what he knew? Potentially. In the archives. You're absolutely right. So, But anyway, we'll get into uh, the, the Oak Island. Um, we'll get into the actual nuts and bolts of the Oak Island on the next podcast. I like to do that Sunday. So, and the reason why I've put off the Oak Island one for so long. Did you want it season then? No, 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 no. Uh, actually, we've been doing a lot of homework. I've been doing a lot of homework. I know Perry's been doing a lot of homework. I'm sure you have, Brother Rocco. We've been doing a lot of homework on this because I don't want to just feed a line of shenanigans, as Brother Steve would say. Uh, I want to be pretty spot on with this. And I, and I mind you, again, I sit in a truck all day, so I just have nothing better to do than listen to fucking audio documentaries because I'm. It's what I do all day. It's better than listening to any shit on the radio. So, but anyway, what else you got, Rocco? Nothing. Nothing? Brother Mike. Nothing. All right, I got nothing else. Uh, the only thing I want to say is like, share, review, uh, review. Um, like, share, write a review about the podcast if you like, hear, if you like what you hear. Um, furthermore, uh, if you can go on our podcast. I actually made a funny video for this. I didn't expect to get into this deep of the... Of the Oak Island and the Templars and everything. But I'm glad we did. Uh, I was basically talking about the prank war. But that prank war, I'm sure, will subside soon. Sure it will. It will. Either that or I'll start another one with you, George. (laughs) But anyway. So, please, reach out to us. And for the... Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Before we go anywhere, hold on. I promised somebody on Facebook that I would answer their question. You're leaving the answer of questions to the end? Yes, I am. Okay. This is from Brother Lynx. Uh, not, excuse me, I don't know if he's a brother. He didn't really say. Uh, hey guys, all the way from Queensland, Australia. Awesome. That's awesome. That's the awesome. farthest yet. That's the farthest yet. Hell yeah. Uh, loving the podcast. It's rather coincidental that I found your podcast after rediscovering my family history within the Masons here in Australia. I have a couple of questions, some deeper than others. But first of all, being in the Freemasons over in the States, are you able to track down the history of the Freemasons over here? I would love to hear an episode on that topic and see if my great-grandfather's name is recorded in any of it. As I am pressed for time at the moment, I'll ask other questions later on in what I know will be an enjoyable conversation. Cheers. All right. So First here's... of all, good day, mate. <laughs> that was the worst Australian I accent. Know, I don't get it. Just got to say it. You could have gone, gone the crocodile hunter way. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> anyway. Listen, I always wanted to get punched by a ca- uh, kangaroo. I'm not going to lie. If I, I ever get to Australia, well, I, I just want to confuse it with this baby. <laughs> you know, I know you're a Marine, but well, hold on. I have hold, a on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A kangaroo will kick your ass. I just want to say, <laughs> I love you, Mike, but fuck you. <laughs> um. Anyway. I still think a kangaroo would kick your ass. I would love to get the shit kicked out of me by a kangaroo <laughs> just for the fact of saying, I want to get fucked. Dude, guess what I did? I went to Australia and I got fucked up by a kangaroo. I will wear that black eye with like a red badge of courage. I'm <laughs> so, not lying. So it would be dude. another country you got thrown out of? <laughs> or you know what I'll do? I'll try climbing in the fucking pouch. That'd be kind of fun, right? <laughs> All right. Anyway, come on. Let's cut the bullshit so we can get the fuck out of here. All right. Um, back on the question. The question was, can we trace down people? All right. 
Um, funny thing, uh, a long, long time ago when I joined the Masons, I always wondered if I had any family that was in the Masons. I have zero family who've lived in the States that were Freemasons. However, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I've gotten pretty deep into my family genealogy, and I found out that we're from a town in Slovakia called Nitsny Zipov. Um, so I thought, I'm like, hey, I wonder if, you know, the Freemasons have been around since fucking God knows when. I wonder if any of my family members in Slovakia were Masons. So I reached out to the Grand Lodge of Slovakia, and I basically, A, couldn't read anything on their website. You can't read English, so. And I pretty much got the brush off. So um, I think between English-speaking states or English-speaking countries, I don't think it would be a problem. I know uh, in the state of Connecticut, I can basically, which is in the United States, obviously, I want to throw that out there. I can go to the Grand Lodge and say, hey, I want to find out about Brother Mike's Messner's family. And you get all the info. And they'll give you everything you want about the state of Connecticut. Um, as for same thing, if I have somebody who lives in California, hey, I need to know about such and such guy and his family. Grand Lodge, California. Grand Lodge, California. Well, not a problem. Reach out to me. Give me all the information I need. Pending, it's not, you know. Privileged. Privilege, you know what I mean? They're not going to just be like, hey, yeah, I want to find out about Brother George. Oh, they're going to ask, who are you? <laughs> they're yeah, gonna they're going to say, who, gonna the, go through yeah, who the fuck are you? Um, and I don't think the, the Grand Lodge of England would have a problem with that either. Uh, they're, they may want to bet you. They're a little <laughs> tough to fuck with, but unless you want a spot of tea. But um, <laughs> uh, I've asked them questions before, and they basically told me, uh, you need to speak to your own Grand Lodge. Have your Grand Lodge reach out to me. Uh, never mind. Um but because I have, I've lo I looked up, I, I talked to the Grand Lodge for something, the Grand Lodge of England for something. I don't know what, but I reached out to them for something and they basically said, yeah, go to Connecticut, leave us the fuck alone, pretty much. You didn't follow the proper procedure. Right. As for the Grand Lodge, I'm assuming there's a Grand Lodge of Australia. Uh, you can definitely reach out to them and I'm pretty sure that they would have information on your family. Now, mind you, if your family has come from the United States and moved to Australia, then you got to start talking to the Grand Lodge of whatever state that your family resided in, whether it be Missouri, Montana, wherever. Uh, Canada, I don't believe, is a big, is a problem either. They'll tell you whatever you want to know, too. Depending on if he's from Australia, it's probably England. Uh, potentially, yeah, depending on how far he wants to go back. Um, I mean, again, we go back 1717, so I'm sure you can... The penal colony was basically how Australia was found originally. Pretty much. Prisoners from right. England. So, uh, yeah, you most certainly can find out about your, your family, um, and I think you don't even have to be a Mason. You could just call the Grand Lodge of Australia and say, hey, uh, I'm interested. I'm so-and-so's grandson, grandfather, or grandfather, grandson, or great-grandson, or whatever the case may be. And yeah, I have no doubt that they'll give you whatever you want to know. So, anyway, I believe I answered the question. So, uh, if you have any other questions, fire them into the podcast messenger. I'm happy to answer them. Don't let me forget because I'm a forgetful son of a bitch. So, but anyway, for the Freemasons podcast, I am Right Warfare Brother George Mudry signing off. Brother Mike Messner signing off. Brother Rocco. And we'll catch you next time on our episode of the Oak Island Mystery.